Wasn't that a beautiful song that Taylor gave us? Fantastic. Tremendous. That's a question we all have to come to grips with. Do we really believe in the Lord? Is he everything to us? Is he our all in all? Have we accepted him as our Lord and Savior and given him the control of our lives? That is really the question. Shall we just open in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for being with us. And we pray now that you would be our teacher this morning by the Holy Spirit and speak to our hearts through the word. We pray that it will come alive to us in a personal way and our lives will be touched and affected and never be the same again. We pray, Lord, that you will hide me behind the cross and lead by the Holy Spirit that the words that are spoken will be your words from your heart, Lord, to ours and will encourage us, challenge us, and draw us to the Savior this morning. We pray in his precious name. Amen. Amen. I'd like to begin this morning by asking you a question, a couple of questions. And the first one is this. What is your life built on? And the second question is, is it built on Christ and his word? Or as like the song says, is it built on the sinking sand of this world? These are important questions. These are eternal questions that will affect us now and forever. And the decision that we make will affect us in such a tremendous way. You know, the most important thing in your house is not your appliances, not your furniture, not even anything that you can see. The most important thing in your house, I don't know, say what it is. The foundation of the house. That's it. The foundation of the house is the most important thing. You can't see it, but it's built on the foundation. And if you don't have a strong foundation, your house will not stand. We once had a couple in our church that are no longer with us that owned a home in Danville. Beautiful home. It looked so nice. You'd go there and visit. Just just very nice home. But the problem was, was the foundation. And they had the hardest time with that home. They spent so much money on it and finally were able to sell it. But it had a bad foundation. And it's sad when you have a house with a bad foundation, but it's even sadder in your spiritual life if you have a bad foundation. If your foundation is built on the sinking sand of this world, it's going to be all is lost because it is not going to be anything solid whatsoever. Today, we're going to look at three things from the word of God. Three points. First of all, there are two foundations. Secondly, there are two results. And third, there are two choices that each one of us have to make in our lives. You know, King Solomon knew quite a bit about building. He built his own house and he also built the temple. And he put together a building project that would rival anything that we know today. And one of the things he said in Psalm 127 and 1 was this, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. People are building today their lives on so many things that are vain and empty. And when, the light, when their lives end and they stand before the Lord and all of it is gone away, they don't have Christ. They have nothing to stand on. There's no solid rock in their life. There will be no second chance. That's why what we do in this life, the decisions that we make, whether to accept Christ or not to accept him, is so important. And it is for all eternity. You know, if we let the Lord build our house, if we let him build our lives, he will give us peace. He will give us contentment and he'll give us real joy. 
And I think those are three things that people in the world are really looking for today. Peace. They're looking for it. It's elusive. They're looking for joy, lasting happiness and joy. They're not finding it. They're looking for contentment and they're not finding it. Please turn with me in your Bibles today to the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 7. This is a familiar portion to many of us that have read the Word of God. And it is so encouraging and challenging at the same time. Matthew chapter 7 will begin reading at the 24th verse. Matthew 7 verse 24. Here the Lord Jesus Christ has been speaking the Sermon on the Mount in chapters 5, 6, and now 7. And at the end of this, he now says these words. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall. May God bless the reading of his word to our hearts this morning. We're going to look, first of all, at the two foundations that you can choose today, one or the other. The first is Christ, the solid rock, and the second is the sinking sand of this world. Let's look at the first one. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. The Lord Jesus Christ says, therefore, who hears these sayings of mine and does them, it will be like a man who built his house on a rock. Are we willing today to obey the words of Jesus? He has given an invitation. Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It's an invitation to every person in the whole world, everyone here and everyone in the whole world. And when you come to Christ and you accept him as your Lord and Savior, you have built your house on the most solid rock you could ever have. You know, my mom bought a home in 1975 in El Cerrito. She lives up a thousand feet up. Beautiful view there underneath the house. And nobody sees it. If you go in through the laundry room, you see this huge rock. And I said, wow. What a solid foundation because they're so high up. A lot of homes are built on stilts. And I look at them on the hill and I said, suppose the rains came and suppose the mudslides came and this house just slid on down the hill. Well, it won't if it's built on the rock. And if our lives are built on Christ, we can face anything that this life has, any storm, any problem, any trial that God allows in our life because we're built on the solid rock. The rock is Christ Jesus, our Lord. And we come to Christ and we find that solid rock to be a a rock of strength and stability and safety for us in our lives. The hymn writer said it so well, like we said this morning, on Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. Yes, when a person comes to Christ and builds their life on him, he is the one true foundation that will never fail you. You know, we all have friends, we all have family members, we all have people that we're close to. But you know what? As much as they love us, they have the potential to let us down, to disappoint us, to not come through when we really need them. But not so with the Lord Jesus Christ. 
He's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is the Savior, our Lord. And when we come to him, he'll never let us down. The Bible says he who believes in him will never be disappointed. And for those that know Christ this morning, I think you can say with me this morning that Jesus has never disappointed you. He's never let you down. He's come through for you time and time again. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 3.11, For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which was laid, which is Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus Christ is the life that Paul, he built his life on Christ. And he went through so many things, physical storms as well as spiritual ones. And his life held true all the way to the end because he built on the solid foundation. Yes, you know, the Lord has a plan for our lives. And all he wants us to do is say, Lord Jesus, take my life, take control of my life. I build it on your solid foundation. I let you have control of my life. And when we do that, the Lord leads us according to his will. It's not going to always be an easy life, but it's going to be the best life, the best life you can ever have. Because when we take control of our lives, we mess things up. We get into accidents, as it were. We, we drive the car and we steer it right into the tree. And we, and we do it all the time. But when we give control of, the, of our lives to the Lord, he leads us according to the right path and the right way in life. And it's such a blessing. Tremendous security and encouragement in Christ. Yes, when we build our lives on Christ, it's just like building that house on the solid rock. Notice it says here, the rains descended and the floods came and the winds blew and it beat against that house and it did not fall because it was founded on the rock. I like how the text says on the rock. I think some versions may say a rock, but I like the rock because the rock is Christ Jesus. There is no other way of salvation. He is the only way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through him. Well, you say, well, Dean, you're very narrow-minded. What about all the different religions of the world and all the different beliefs that people have? Are you going to tell me that they're all wrong? The Bible says there's one way. Jesus is that one way. And by accepting him, we come into the presence of God and have eternal life. There is no other foundation. All other ground is what? Sinking sand. It'll let you down. And so many times in our lives, we go through physical storms. We go through mental anguish and we go through emotional traumas in our lives. Sometimes we have financial crisis that comes up. But when we face those things with the Lord, the difference is he takes us through it. Because every person in the world goes through storms. But the difference is if you've got the captain, the Lord Jesus Christ, at the helm of the ship. So that when the storm comes, he can calm those raging waters. That's the blessing of it for our lives. I think about those poor folks down in Florida. Can you imagine not long ago, they were hit with not one, not two, not three, but four major hurricanes. Did you ever notice they always name hurricanes after different people? I was hit by Francis. I was hit by, by all these different ones that happened. It's amazing. They're the only things that are given names are hurricanes and they're powerful things. And they struck these people. And some people had a home and the first hurricane hit it and it destroyed quite a bit. Two weeks later, another hurricane hit that very same area. It's amazing what kind of things can happen to a person in their life. But you have a Christian, and you have a non-Christian. 
Each one of them faced the same loss, the same hardship, the same difficulty. The difference is the one who's the child of God has a savior to rely on, a solid rock to put his confidence in to take him through the troublous time. So sad today that people don't have a solid rock and they're turning to things like suicide. Young people today, people that don't feel they have anything to live for. Believe me, if you come to Christ as your Lord and Savior, He'll give you not only something to live for, He'll give you something to die for, that you're going to have eternal life. And if you die today, you can know you can be in heaven at this very moment to be with the Lord. That's the assurance that we have when we build our lives on Christ, the solid rock. I'd like to ask you a question today. Is your life founded on the rock, on the Lord Jesus Christ? So that you know whatever happens to you in life, you're not going to despair because you know Christ is in it and he will see you through. Or do you build your life on the things of this world? You know, the Lord never intended us to carry our own burdens. How many people today do you see people very burdened by, by sin and the problems and difficulties of this world and they're carrying this huge weight on their back and, and you want to tell them, you don't have to carry that weight. Jesus wants to take it off your back. He wants you to surrender it to Him. Come to Him in your sins with all your problems and all your struggles and all your heartache and He knows how you're feeling today. And come to Christ. He'll forgive you of your sin and He'll remove that burden and He'll take it on Himself. Yes, the Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon Him for He cares for you. And I love that because that you applies to you and you and you, to all of us individually. He speaks your name. He says, Sonia, I know about what you're going through and I love you and I'm your solid rock and I'll take you through and give you peace through it all. And he does that for each and every one of us and how thankful we can be that our lives are built on the solid rock. But if you're here today and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, the only other's foundation that there is in the world is the sinking sand. You know, it's amazing. Only a foolish person would build his house on the sand. Can you imagine going over to the seashore, whether it be over to, let's say, San Francisco, or you go down to Southern California to one of the beaches, Redondo Beach, whatever it might be. And you say, well, I'm going to build a nice house right here on the sand. And I'm going to build it up and it's going to be great right on the ocean. Oceanfront property really close to the water. And as the, as the storm comes and as the waves come in, it just crashes against it and it falls completely down. You lose everything. It doesn't make any sense. So we say, well, why do people build their lives on sinking sand? Why do people do that in a spiritual way? It doesn't make sense. And yet the devil has blinded so many people today to think that the material things that you have are the most important things in life. They're not. Because all your possessions, all your money, all your bank accounts, your 401ks, IRAs, everything could be lost in one moment of time. They're not secure. They call them securities, but they're not secure. Christ, the solid rock, is the only security that we have. The bank of heaven has never lost a cent. Because when we lay up for ourselves treasure in heaven, like our brother Hugo was saying last week, that bank of heaven has it there for us. And we will we'll have it there for all eternity. So many people today are building their lives on the sinking sand and it's so sad because I turn on the radio sometimes or I turn on the TV and I listen to the news. The Dow Jones is up today, 40 points. Oh, good. My stock went up. Next day, the Dow just went down 176 points. Well, I just lost 
more than I gained here. And so every day the Tao is up, the Tao is down. You're building your life on something that is changeable. Christ is the unchanging one. We build our life on him who never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And then you go and you read, hear about the war in Iraq and some days it seems like it's going good. Other days, terrible. Up and down. And then prices. Sometimes prices go up. Sometimes they go down. Not too often do they go down. I went yesterday to buy gas. How many bought gas recently? Oh, yes, we have to. I went to the one across the street because the prices are low. And I said, OK, I'm going to buy the least expensive I can get. It's still expensive. And I filled up my car and I said, OK, Lord, it's high. It's high prices. These things change up and down. But we can thank God that we don't build our lives on emotion and circumstances that change. We build our lives on Christ. He gives us a level life, a consistent life when we put our trust in him. Yesterday, I was driving home from Mike and Ginny's house. They had the golf tournament yesterday, and Adel and I were going over to have lunch with the brothers, and it was so good. Mike made this fantastic feast. It was just tremendous. And we had a good time. And on my way home, I was listening to the radio, and they had a new story about Jack LaLanne. Some of you are probably too young to know about Jack LaLanne. Others know about him and his white dogs that he used to have on TV, and he did the exercises with them. He was one of the first fitness gurus, and now they have so many on TV. Well, Jack Elaine is now turning 90 years old. 90 years old. And if you hear his voice, it sounded like maybe a 40 or 50-year-old. He's so strong. He has a strong voice. And, you know, every day Jack Elaine gets up in the morning at 5 o'clock in the morning and does his fitness workout every day, seven days a week, every day. And now he's planning his new challenge. And his new challenge is to swim from Catalina Island to Los Angeles. That's a long way. <laughs> from Catalina to Los Angeles. I wouldn't even begin to make it. I'm not a swimmer, but even Greg Lannett, who is a swimmer, and other swimmers that we have, that's a tough thing. But guess what? He's not going to swim above the water. He's going to swim from Catalina to Los Angeles under the water. His wife said, if you do, I'm divorcing you. <laughs> I'm saying he still does it. Now, here's a man that has built his whole life on his physical, on his physique, on his exercise. And he is in tremendous condition. He's very impressive. But guess what? One day, Jack Elaine is going to die. As healthy and strong as he is, might be today, might be in 10 years, maybe he'll live to be 130. We don't know. Only God knows. But if his life is not based on Christ. If he doesn't know Christ as his Savior, no matter how many workouts he's done, no matter how many achievements he's made in this world, and people look up to him, all will be lost when he stands before God. Because the only question at that point will be, what is your foundation? Have you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior? Or have you not? That will be the only entranceway into heaven. Yes, it's amazing. People build their lives on the sinking sand of this world, whether it be on financial things, physical things, or whatever it might be. The Bible summarizes it all together in one big group, sinking sand. It's going to let you down. It really is. It's going to be like quicksand. You know, when you go in the quicksand and you start to sink and the harder you struggle, the more you go down. And if you're not built on Christ, that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to sink into that sinking Sand. So those are the two foundations that you and I can choose today. 
Will we choose the foundation of Christ and build our life on him? Or are we going to choose the sinking sand of this world? I leave it with you. That is your choice. Secondly, there are two results. Your life will either be strong with the Lord or it's going to fall apart completely like this house that was built on the sand. Two results. You know, we can thank the Lord that every day when we get up on our, in our lives, we get up in the morning, we can thank the Lord for another day and we say, Lord, I have built my life on you. You're the solid rock. No matter what happens today, you're going to see me through it and thank God for that. You know, not only can a Christian get through the day and survive the day, but we can rejoice. That's the difference, really, I think, between a child of God who's on the solid rock and between somebody in the world who doesn't know Christ is we can not only survive it, we can not only be survivors, but we can be those who rejoice. And that's where the deep joy comes from knowing Christ because you know he loves you, he saved you, and he's given you everything you need to handle this life. He's given us all the resources that we have. Yes, Paul said, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. You know, I like this term SAG, S-A-G. And I, what I mean by that is super abundant grace, S-A-G, super abundant grace. We all have problems that we go through that we need super abundant grace, you know, and that's what we need to, to call upon the Lord when we face it. And he gives us grace for each and every day because we're built on the rock, on his true foundation. Turn with me for a moment to 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 10 talks about the kind of foundation that we have. We can build upon that foundation. We can build upon that foundation that Christ has given to us. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, beginning at verse 10. Here the Paul writing to the Corinthians says this. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another man builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which was laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, Each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because the fire will test each man's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved yet as through fire. You know, it's an amazing thing. When you build your life on Christ, that is the foundation point. And then when you build on your life, doing good for others, serving the Lord, giving your life fully to him. It's like gold and silver and precious stones in his sight. And that's the kind of blessing that will be rewarded when we when we stand before the Lord. This is speaking of the great of the judgment seat of Christ. And we're either going to be rewarded for those things that we did well for the Lord with the right motive, with the right attitude and the right heart, or we're going to suffer loss. Doesn't mean we're going to be unsaved at that point. We're saved, but we're going to lose it. Because when the fire of God's testing comes, it will tell whether you're built on the solid rock, whether your life is right with the Lord or it is not. And that is really the question. 
That's why I like what the person said. I don't know who wrote this, but it says only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Think about that for a moment. Of all the things you do in life, the things that you do for Christ are the things that are going to last forever. Because only two things are really going to last forever. People and the Word of God. And those are the things that we should be investing our lives into. But how many times are we investing in the material, things of this world, putting our time and attention so much on these things that it's wasteful, really. There was a man named Hayden Robinson, one of the writers of the Daily Bread, who wrote, Many people living in their twilight years suddenly realize how empty and pointless their lives have been. They've made some successful business deals and had some fun, but in terms of satisfying friendships or lasting accomplishments, their lives have been zero. They've climbed the ladder of success only to discover that all the while they had been leaning on the wrong wall. Get that, leaning on the wrong wall. As the Apostle Paul looked back on his ministry, he saw that it had been rewarding, but not easy. Measured by the world's yardstick of of success, his life seems almost insignificant. You know, isn't it amazing? Back in Paul's day, if you would have put him up against, let's say, Nero, Paul was the Apostle Paul, the great preacher of the early church, and Nero, who was the leader of all Rome. And you ask the average citizen there on Rome, who's the greatest between these two? Oh, Nero is the greatest. He's the emperor. He's the leader. He's the greatest. This man is just a preacher of this man, Jesus. He doesn't mean too much. But this man pointed out and somewhat humorously, we name our dogs now Nero and we name our sons Paul. Who now has the importance? Paul. He is a man of importance. He is a man who based his life on Christ and because of his faith, we believe. All his writings have come to us and we have accepted Christ. He has had an influence on way more people than Nero or any other earthly ruler or religious leader. Jesus Christ is the most significant figure of all time because he's not only a great man, but he is God as well. And that's why he can change your life from the inside out. People nowadays try to change it from the outside in. I can lose weight. I can exercise. I can learn another language. I can do all these things. Christ says, I'm going to change your heart and we're going to start from the inside and then everything will be changed. And he wants to change our lives. Well, notice what happened to the second person who built their house on the sand. That's the second result. But the house on the sand fell flat. Oh, what a sad thing. Here's a person who built his house on the sand and it fell flat. You know, a lot of people today suffer depression. They get very sad and depressed. Some people can't even get out of bed in the morning. That's amazing to me. But I think if we have the Lord Jesus Christ in our life and we've built our life on him, some days we may not feel like getting out of bed. Sometimes our day may be so bad we wish we could go back to bed and start over. But guess what? The Lord Jesus gave you that day. He'll give you the strength to get through it. He'll be with me no matter what I go through. And we can thank the Lord that what a better foundation that is because he gives the true peace and lasting joy and contentment that only a true Christian can have. H.A. Ironside in his commentary on Matthew said, When the testing time comes, the one who has built his hopes for eternity on anything short of Christ himself will come 
to disaster. To fail to heed his voice means both temporal and eternal loss. Get that. Temporal, the things that we have now, the temporary things, you will lose that and, more importantly, eternal loss. And that's the saddest thing of all. Brian likes my expression that I mentioned that you've never seen a U-Haul behind a hearse, have you? You've never seen a U-Haul behind a hearse. There's a lot of rich people that wish they could do it. They wish they could cart it with them and take it all with them. Get all my money and get all my possessions and get everything and I'll ju- it'll just follow me right into eternity. It does not work out that way. In fact, the Bible says naked I came into the world and naked I leave it as well. And that's the sad thing. When people build their lives on the wrong things, it's the sinking sand. You're going to leave it behind and it'll go to somebody else. So that's the the first two points this morning. Two foundations, two results. And now it brings us to our third point, which is two choices. Now I offer you the choice. Will you accept Christ and make him the foundation of your life? Or are you going to continue to make your own foundation? Build your own sandcastle. Build your own financial empire and all these things for yourself. That's what sinking sand is all about. But it's a choice. And people in the world are making the wrong choice every day. You notice how advertisers gear their, their announcements toward people to buy things. I mean, you, you have to buy the newest. If you have a computer and it's not the newest, you need to trade it in and get a new one. And we just happen to have the best one at the best price for you. Or you need a faster one. Faster computer, faster car, or you need something more expensive, more prestigious. That's what the world is bombarding us with, material things, material things, material things. And guess what? It's a stumbling block to us because it gets our attention off the Lord and on to the wrong things, thinking that those things will somehow make us happy. They don't. Because the more you have, the less happy you get because you get so bogged down with it. But praise God, when the Lord gives us blessings, we say, thank you, Lord, because it comes from him. And then it's different altogether. Yeah, so many Christians today are building their lives on emotion. You see it in many churches today. They get all emotional and fired up and and just so happy. And then they go through the doors through the week and they face the trials that come and they go down for the count because they're building on emotion to a feverish pitch. And then they go out. And that emotion dissipates just like a vapor and it's gone. We need to build our lives on Christ and his word, which is solid and consistent. And we don't base it on emotion. Now, there is is emotion in the Christian life. There's emotion in getting saved. You want to feel sorry for your sins. You want to come to Christ. You want to say, Lord, I have blown it. I have messed it up. There should be tears. But our lives shouldn't be based on that emotion. It's based on Christ's finished work on the cross. He died for us. He was buried and he rose again. And we accept him as our savior and we build our life on him. And our life takes on new meaning every day. Yes, on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. And really it comes down to who's going to be the boss of your life. Are you going to let the Lord be the boss of your life or are you going to be the boss of your life? Now, if you look at it practically, have you done a good job being the boss of your life? I don't think any of us would say we did very well doing that. So consequently, shouldn't we give it over to the Lord who knows everything about us, who loves us so much, who knows what's best for us and surrender to him? That's where happiness and joy really come about 
when we give it over to the Lord Jesus Christ. Bill MacDonald, in writing in his commentary, said, If a person lives according to the principles of the Sermon on the Mount, the world calls him a fool. Think of that. If, if you live by the principles that are written here in the, wor- in the Word, the world causes, calls you a fool. But Jesus calls him a wise man. The world considers a wise man to be someone who lives by sight, who lives for the present and lives for self. Jesus calls such a person a fool. I ask you this question. Are you wise in the world's eyes today? Following your own desires, following your own plans, your own ambitions? Are you wise in the world's eyes? Or are you wise in God's sight? Saying, Lord, I give it over to you. I accept you. I accept your will in my life. You are the sovereign king. I want you to be in control. And that's the question as we close today. There are two foundations. One is the foundation of Christ, the solid rock who will never let us down, never fail us, always come through, will bring us peace and joy through the tribulations of life, or we can choose the sinking sand. Secondly, we saw two results today. We can either build our lives on Christ and find that peace and that contentment and joy that we've been longing for, or we can accept that sinking sand And the opposite will be true. There'll be discontentment. There'll be discord. There'll be conflict in our lives. Do you know there would never be any conflict if it wasn't for sin? There wasn't for sin. Sin brings conflict. It brings conflict between people. It cuts us off from God's presence. And that's why we need the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive us. And finally, there is a choice for every one of us to make. We can either accept Christ perfect gift of eternal life and build our life on the solid rock knowing that that is the best choice for all eternity or choose the ways of this world. And if we choose the wrong choice on that, it's going to be the worst thing that we can do. It's one thing to choose the wrong home or the wrong car or the wrong something else. That's bad enough. But when you make an eternal choice and don't accept Christ, that's a decision that can't be reversed. You can't take a car. Maybe you could take it back or sell it a home. Same thing. You could sell it, get rid of it, get a new one. You can't do that in life with salvation. When you stand before the Lord, you're either saved or unsaved. You're either on the foundation of Christ or you're not. There won't be a second choice. There will no way to go say, well, let me go to purgatory for a while. That's not biblical. The biblical way is you stand before Christ either as a saved person on the rock, or as an unsaved person on the sinking sand. It's your choice. It's my choice. We have to make it. May the Lord encourage us today, if we're here and we know the Lord is our Savior, to rejoice that our lives are built on the solid rock. We can face those issues to do with courts. We can face those issues to do with cancer. We can face those issues that have to do with all kinds of issues in our lives, our jobs, our families. We can face it with the Lord's help. And if we don't have him in our lives, we're facing it all by ourselves. We're like we're swimming upstream, struggling, 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 getting more tired, more worn out in life. And maybe you can relate to that today. You don't have to. You can come to Christ and give it over to him. And he will give you that peace and eternal life that you've been longing for. Shall we just close in a word of prayer? Close in a word of prayer. We're just going to ask that every eye close and... Every head bow this morning. 
And if the Lord has spoken to your heart today and you want to make that decision to accept Christ and that foundation that he offers you, that solid rock of peace and joy and eternal life, just raise your hand. Just say, Lord, today I want to accept Christ as my Lord and Savior. I want him to take control. I want you, Lord, to be my Lord and Savior. Just raise up your hand and put it down if you want to make that decision today to change bosses, to change foundations from the sinking sand to the solid rock. Just raise up your hand and then put it down. Anyone like to make that decision today? You don't have to do one. Very good. I saw your hand. We'll pray for you. Anyone else would like to receive Christ today and make that decision? No one's looking. No one's looking. Raise up your hand and make that decision before Christ to say, today's the day, Lord. I don't know what's going to happen the rest of my life. I want to make that decision today. Raise up your hand. And any Christians here today, we can make that wonderful decision to surrender everything to Christ and let him control us in every area of our life. Shall we just pray this morning? Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the solid rock. This world offers us nothing but heartache, misery, and discontentment. And Lord, we just come to you today and we want to pray for those who do not know Christ as Lord and Savior, that today will be the day of their salvation. And Lord, we thank you for this one who raised up her hand today. May she accept you as her Lord and Savior and start a new life today in Christ that will be for the rest of eternity. And Lord, as Christians here, we pray that you will Lead us and guide us. Help us to face whatever storms we have today or this week, knowing that we're built on the solid rock, that no matter what happens, Lord, you give us that wonderful peace. We just commit ourselves now to you and thank you in your precious and most worthy name. Amen. Amen.